It's the Run Your Mouth Podcast. I am your motherfucking host, Mad Marlin, a.k.a. Mr. Run Your Motherfucking Mouth. And we are back up in this bitch. It is episode 26. We're going to be talking about the Kansas City curse today. That's right. The Kansas City curse, y'all like. The Kansas City curse? Yes, nigga. The Kansas City curse. But we got the new wave up in this bitch. Get your motherfucking surfboards out, nigga. Just to catch my balance. Niggas claim they king, but I don't see a challenge. And nigga just freestyling like extra, extra. Read all about it. Call up accountants. I made a mill off the two cents that I swear you never counted. Views from the city of fountains leave you astounded. Bloods keep me high, but my soul stay grounded. You listening to Damo FYE up in this bitch. Hells are, yeah, like the Cleveland Browns did. Meanwhile, I'm peeing out the way I keep the town lit. How the fuck this square end up well-rounded? Call me Damo, not Damo. Be careful how you pronounce it. Kill the beat and Make some motherfucking noise, fam. Me with the same niggas that I split an ounce with. On the fucking line, we got my artist of the fucking day. Come on in and introduce yourself, nephew. Oh, uh, what's good? What's good? Damo F.Y.E. in the motherfucking building. Happy to be in the motherfucking building. Run your motherfucking mouth. You feel me? Call, it, call me Damo, not Damo. Be careful. Be careful how you pronounce it. You could get a three-piece combo and a couple biscuits on the side. Am I right? Boom, boom, boom. You feel me? <laughs> okay, Damo, let me see. I got my wires plugged in, man. We re- Let me make sure everything. We got the wire plugged in. My shit say recording. Okay, let's start. Damo, you was born in Kansas City, Missouri. Is that correct? KCMO, born and raised. Yes, sir. Okay, and you moved from where to where? I moved from like Kansas City, like I, like we used to stay like in like Thurnby Watkins apartments and all that shit. And then moms moved us out into Raytown, um, mm-hmm. around like kindergarten for me. So, you know, I was like one of the first uh, black kids over here. In, one in of, hold on, hold on. There's like, let's make sure we get that clear. Say that again. You was one of the first. What? One of the first, uh, like. <laughs> I was black. one of the pioneer black kids. You got to put that <laughs> on that black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. And, yeah, no, nah, that's a fact. You already know what the deal is. Right. But, uh, no, nah, I was one of the, uh, like, first black kids. Like, I mean, literally it was, like, two black kids in my, my class. Type shit. Mm. In my first kindergarten class. It was me and this this other this girl, this black girl. Like, you know, my hey, low key and we was like cousins. We acted like we was cousins. Right. You gotta throughout school and all of that shit just cause That's you know, how it's you, always you been. Know how it that's how it's always been. Hey cuz, what's up? Well we cuz yeah, we we the only two black <laughs> on the job. Yeah, we cuz yeah, that's my cousin. <laughs> right. So what was that experience like, man, that culture shock? Tell me about that culture shock you was telling me about. Oh man, I I mean it was definitely a little bit different, you know, like uh I mean, like, one, it was just different on how my mom treated things, where she was just a little bit more safe with us and, like, kept us closer in because she understood what the fuck was going on. She understood where we was at. So, like, you know, there's kids that didn't necessarily like us, and they didn't know why they didn't like us. They just, you know, because they just been taught bullshit. So, 
It's just like, yeah, like niggas getting, like I remember getting into a little uh, fight or something with one of the kids down the street and they spray painting on, on our little driveway and shit. But they dumbasses spray painted their own name. He was like, what the fuck? Like, we know who did it. Like, we gonna come and beat their ass again. Like, you know. And, and what, what year, what year, what year are we talking again? Hey, that. This was definitely like early 2000s because I was early 2000s and I was probably like I had to be at least like I mean I I was no older than seven you know like when that, that type of shit was happening so mm. so yeah so as we fast forward somehow you picked up the mic what was it about what 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 happened that made you say okay I think I want to do this rap shit. Man, I mean, because you could have, you could have, you could have came a fucking black revolutionary. I thought that traumatizing <laughs> and shit, you know, terrorizing uh, and shit. You know, that's yeah. just, that's just crazy to be young and have motherfuckers just you know picking on you just because you don't look like they look. That's I think that shit is sick, man. Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a little bit different. You know, things things change, but they stay the same. It seems, mm-hmm. but it's just like uh, it's one of those things where I, for me. How I ended up picking up the mic really was just like I I grew up and my mom's always called me her her star boy like you know type shit like she was just like yo he's gonna be a star at something whether it was football or 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 track or or getting on stage and acting or she's like you know he's gonna be an actor he's gonna be something and so it was just like one of those things where I always had that mentality that it was like nah fam like however I can get on the stage and get in front of people and showcase myself mm-hmm. and impress people. Like, you know, that's that's always been a, a thing for me. So from an early age, I was on, on that. But around, I want to say 15, 16, that's whenever I really started writing. It was more like to start off like gospel stuff because I couldn't write about myself. Like, But we were heavy into church and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it was easy to write about God. Like one of my homies brought me a little rap. We used to be, we would freestyle at the, at, up in the top of the church. Cause we was, cause we were saying, we were saying that at the um, last time we talked, could it, could yeah. gospel rap possibly inspire Damo to become an artist? Yeah, yeah, no, nah, I mean, I definitely think that there's that's there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's pretty fresh, bro. I think that's yeah, pretty think- fresh to be a dope MC, and you know, you dread headed out here, you out here, you doing your thing, <laughs> you lift boy, you surfboard. But shit, nigga, it was gospel rap that inspired me to pick this microphone up and do it the way I do. I think that's fresh. Hey, and if you, I mean, that's the thing is, as my music continues to come out and I continue to show y'all who I really am, because that's the thing is, like, I got a handful of music out, it feels like, right now, compared to in my vault, I got so much. So it's just one of those things where once I'm able to really flesh out and show y'all, mm-hmm. like, you'll understand where, where I came from, like, and be able to, like, kind of see it. It would just be like, oh, okay, no, nah, that makes sense because he'd be saying stuff about, you know, like I even with my new project, um, like I'm I'm questioning a lot of things, you know, they like relig- yeah, religion wise and that or just like God wise and shit like that, and it's like a lot of that comes comes down to you talking uh, demo demos demo tapes. Yes, sir, demo demo tapes. And just I just dropped March fifteenth on my birthday. And um, I got a song called Guys on there where literally I start off the song. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if God in it. Because <laughs> if not, I'm not sure he got it. Yeah, that's my shit right there. But you didn't make that motherfucker long enough. And I, but that's what kind of like <laughs> makes me so mad. But yeah, it makes me want yeah. that song to be more. I, I love that. Exactly. 
Nah, and that's the thing. There's, there's a plan for for a lot of those songs to like they're demos, you know. So it's one are of those things where some of them are. Say it again. Are you freestyling? Uh, I would. I won't say it like no. Nah, I'll say that they were like you know concepts that just weren't fully thought out necessarily, or right. like you know they, I, they I'm planning on like some of them I plan on fully fleshing out. Some of them they just already kind of sound like songs, so I might just leave them how they are, or whatever. It just depends. Maybe you'll see them again. Maybe you won't. But that's right. kind of part of the allure of the demo tapes. It's like I just I'm kind of just wanting to give content to the people to let them know like. Yeah, this is what we what we thinking, you know. Hey, well, well, speaking of content, can we please get into this riot track? If you want to introduce oh, that, um, but before you introduce riot, can you get? Was there any artists like? Was there any artists that we know of that might have before? Like, do you have a template artist like who, who you say, you know, this is my model right here. You know, mine was Ice Cube in the beginning. You know, even though gospel inspired you. But once you begin writing before you found yourself, was there anybody that you modeled yourself after or anybody that inspired you once you, you know, once it was certified that you was a rhymer? I mean, well, for sure, J. Cole is like, that's like, that would be, you know, the guy that I'm looking up to that he he's. Whenever he raps, I drop everything that I'm doing, and I gotta right. sit there and I gotta dissect it because I know he's talking to me. He's telling me something, you so, know, like I'm supposed to be picking up. So, you know, like that's definitely like one of one of the main people. I know that the first verse that I wrote that wasn't a gospel rap verse mm -hmm. that was actually about me that was inspired by um, Ambition by Wale, but I mean it was actually Meek Mill's verse. Yeah, Meek Mill's verse, how he came in on that shit, mm -hmm. it just literally, it just gave, like, I don't know, it gave me the feeling of just, like, understanding of, like, oh, that's how you talk about yourself and your come-up story and, like, you know, just make people feel it in a different way. Yeah, it's, called, so right, it's, called, it's called writer's electricity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I've never heard it, heard it phrased like that, but that, it makes sense. Well, writer's electricity is when... Like when I heard E forty say, and I don't know how old you were in ninety five, but when E forty had an <laughs> album out called Inner Major Way, and it be he went like this. He said, "I be more hipper than hippopotamus. Get off on your head like an neurologist. Pushing more weight than necklace. Got a partner by the name of Tupacalypse. Seven oh seven, my roots <laughs> go hella full back and full terrace. I pull a forty out of my. You know, I one of the I heard that shit." And I just writer's electricity, just like it's just like everything that I wrote from that point on. At first, I threw away all my rhymes, and from that right. point on, everything <laughs> I wrote just had to be, you know, a hipper than a hippopotamus. He said, he said he was more hipper than a hippopotamus in '95. No, nah, that's God. You know, that's so you, you hey. Demo, introduce Riot for me. Let me know who's rhyming on this motherfucker. Let me and let me know who did the beat. Hey, um, shit, the beat. That, <laughs> uh, but not all right. So right here, right now is Riot. Um, this is the uh, featuring Wob Game. This is Demo F Y E. It's uh, you got my boy Siv. You got Riot on, on that motherfucker. You got Savvy. Uh, you got. Yeah, the great uh, Zoya Maverick, you got Adita Marie, you got hey, straight gas on this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I've been on, a, 
on a motherfucking Run Your Mouth podcast. You hear me? Let's go. I'm going to have you on mute, nephew. I'll bring you back in. Let's go. Y'all got to give him some, bitches. Some more noise. Shit. Steady working on my DJ skills. Damo, that motherfucker's hard right there. It remind me of the dog pound for so much, so so reason. They got the female that's like rage. It's like corrupt and daz. That's just what I think. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, we we take all of that because that's straight love right there. Just to even be. In, uh, saying that we emulate anything like that, you know mm, what I'm saying? That's, right. that's straight legacy right there. That's straight classic. Well, we talking about the today's topic, episode 26, the Kansas City curse. Now, seeing how you know you new generation, new wave. I don't know what the fuck the new cool word is, nigga. I just say niggas out here with they surfboards. That's what I say. Hey, I'm, I'm a new age hippie. You feel me? We new, new age, age hippie. hippie. Okay, you heard it right here on the Run Your Mouth podcast, bitches. New age hippie. Now, me being an OG in the rap game here in Kansas City, this Kansas City curse is this thing where it's like Kansas City is the to me. Is the only city left 
with a whole bunch of fucking talent. But if you ask anybody, is the city on the map? Motherfuckers hesitate. Some people say no. Even with Tech Nine being the number one independent artist in the fucking gold. Right. So does this city have a curse on it? Damo coming from a younger artist like because you have to have some artists older than you to look at to say okay now how am I going to do this rap shit and if so we got to we got to get you guys' perspective like do you believe in this Kansas City curse it's an urban myth it took 25 years for this city to spit out Janelle Monet, Tech 9 K Stylus if I'm missing somebody, help me out. I'm just saying people uh, who are like literally out there, you know, like yeah, not for sure. And I mean, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's necessarily curse, uh, a curse as much as it is like what I think it is right now. Like especially at this point where it is, where like all these other cities are popping off, uh, popping off, and you see what the common den- the denominators are. And what they really come down to is, it, like, we got everything. Like, we got everything that these other cities got. Like, and if the sad reality is that the industry, quote unquote, is uh, is is gonna like safeguard until the artists within the city start really like hating each other, start hating on each other, start shooting each other, killing each other, doing shit like that, and really become toxic. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, brother. You're on that Illuminati shit right now. Did you just say the city? Did you just say the city might not pop off to niggas start getting that clap fest going? Bro, and it's sad. It's sad. Like I don't want that to be the reality. Coming from a youngster, that's the reality, though. Like, fam, like they don't like. That's what it seems seems to be is that. Yo, they want us really like causing drama within each other, which within causing drama is gonna get niggas killed, obviously, because you know where we from, you know. Like, so it's just shit like that. That it's like, nah, that's what they want. They want to be able to put on this show to the outside world, and it's like, well, we like niggas ain't really like, bro, this is real life over here, or or just rap shit. Like, we ain't really trying to do the in between, you know. So it's just one of those things where a lot of people like. I think that that's what what the common denominator is like you see other places that's popping off you also see rappers passing away like, like from you know other beef or other like, alleged rap rap shit or whatever you know so it's just like one of those things where that's that i think that that's the the difference you know well um so it's a curse I, but it's like uh, this weird ass way because it's like when niggas die, when rappers is dying from like like in KC, it's like just some random like KC shit. It's not really on some like hip hop. Like oh, niggas was beefing with like right. you know it's just like some no like some real street shit that you don't really even like. Yo, bro, just gone. I mean, we <laughs> we've had rap beefs here. Hold on, let me put this motherfucking this goddamn. Uh... But they want them to be volatile. They want them to be as volatile as possible, and then they'll put the spotlight on them. That's that's how I feel. That. Like, that's really, if it's not volatility, they're not willing to actually showcase. Because there's a bunch of positivity and beautiful art that's coming out of KC. And niggas are asleep. And they're going to stay asleep. Because we they won't shine, shine that spotlight. Okay, hold on. Keep, let me, uh, 
I'm rolling up this motherfucking Derek Chauvin pack and shit, yeah. Hey, I'm rolling up myself, you know what I'm saying? So are you aware, because, you know, the title is concocted out of the brain of me, you know, the goddamn host, and this <laughs> is where I get the title from. Are you aware of there are artists that are in their, a lot of these artists in their 30s now, there are, in the last 10 years, 15 years here in Kansas City, there have been artists who have had excessive amount of play on the air, prime time, mm -hmm. and still haven't managed to go any, I mean, you know, still haven't managed to just, you know, catch that wave, catch their niche. They ain't made it, basically. Yeah. Ain't no other fucking way to put it, like, but and you know that's that's one thing and another thing to me in my opinion you know and that's all i got these are my nuts and my balls um can't can't like kansas and, and i'm not saying you because you literally from a whole different generation like literally like my fucking oldest son could be your age so but a lot of the artists here these are these are artists that are a little older than you they they have a very, very arrogant, they come off very arrogant. And when you look at their history, it's like, bro, y'all niggas, it's like, if I'm 25 years in, y'all niggas is 15 years in. Mm -hmm. So the next generation, the generation before you, you know, Damo, you know, y'all might have dropped a ball. Mm. You know, I'm I'm just speaking from a general. I'm speaking like J. Cole. He's a middle child, right? You know, me. I'm the. You know, I'm the OG. J. Cole's the middle child, and you the new wave. So that's three generations. But we speak right. in Kansas City, though. Now I'm saying, as from an OG who can look back and say, could tell you, hey, Demo, the two generations before you, shh, niggas dropped the ball. And you might say, well, what about Tech Nine? Well, I mean, yeah, Tech Nine is one rapper from a city with a bunch of fucking talent. Look how they did him. Much respect to Tech. Much respect. Like, I can't, like, yeah, that's much love to Tech. And you, you got to do your um, research, your history on how this city treated him. And I'm just speaking from a, a, a musical standpoint. Like, bro really had to. He really had to put up with some ridicule just because what the fucking the clear niggas start jumping on this shit? Like, I mean, come on, man. Like you know what I'm saying? I even called Tech Nine one time when I was on tour and you know it was a lot of it was a lot of uh people that I knew. They was they was hating on my tour pictures. I was posting pictures with all these kind of blondes and all these, you know what I'm saying, college white kids and shit, middle of America, you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The college so, yeah. kids, Ryan and Tim, and uh, making and, uh, making that money. Megan, yeah. So I'm posting. Yeah, <laughs> I'm posting pictures with them, right? And I'm talking 2010, 2011, 12, 13 era for me. And I just noticed a lot of a lot of a lot of niggas was like, "Oh, look at this nigga." You know, these people commenting on my pictures from KC. Oh, this oh, this you done made it now and shit. You know what I mean? So yeah. I hit Tech up one day in the shit. I was like, "Man, what's up? Why we, why are people be acting like this?" And he, you know what I'm saying? He said, "Man, come on, you already know what it is." <laughs> so I'm saying all of that to say this is why the title is called the Kansas City Curse. I can ask somebody who's a youngster. 
looking at the older generation before him. You know, it's you, 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 you might know, but somebody older than you gonna know more because shit. I'm from the generation you can look back at. Like, well, shit, man, these niggas, y'all, what y'all must drop the ball? What y'all didn't do? You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why Kansas City don't have a Jay Z, a Nelly, a motherfucking um, you know what I'm saying? A Kendrick Lamar. We should have some rap. We got Janelle Monae. Tech Nine and K Styles, those are the three rappers that I can think of, artists from Kansas City I can think of right now that, you know, people say that. I mean, Tech don't consider himself mainstream, but the mainstream came to him, as he say. Yeah. And I mean, and part of that is just the cultivation as well, though. Like, there's no, like, they, like when people see that the, the culture is being cultivated here, mm-hmm. then people will be attracted to it. Like, but what do you explain? Not, break it, break it down for all my slow niggas out there. When you say cultivated, all right. So, like, pretty much what I'm saying is like the people that are here, like, have to in, invest in put like not just money, but like effort, time, like yo, like yo, they're showing love to other people all within our culture. Like, yo, we don't have enough things that that show the young people how to become a like how to put rhyme schemes together. We don't have enough things that show so the young people, oh yeah, you can record melodies like this. You know, we don't have enough things like that in Kansas City. And so it's like mm. when when things like that uh, happen in Kansas City, where we have those different programs or different outlets to be able to really express and be able to showcase and figure out where like where this talent is coming from. We need a renaissance. Like, yeah, like we will be able to actually expand versus it. Versus it just being, uh, oh yeah, like bro down the street is hella cold at rap. Like, oh yeah, what what are you doing? Like, I don't know. Like, you know, like it's just like, uh, bro could be down at the at the community center where there's a studio and being able to, you know. So it's just things like that where I feel like when we get more and more of those things into the community, those things will also help cultivate to the point where people will start looking at us as a as a hub again. For, uh, like yo, because I mean ja- uh, the jazz uh, the jazz museum's here for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, we we were hot at one point for something. We were known for something, so we can get that shit back. It's just a matter of cultivating it. We was popping like a motherfucker during the Cotton Club era, during that Harlem's Renaissance era. The 20s in Kansas City yeah, was yeah. so fucking lit. Hey, uh, hold, <laughs> hold 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 on one second, uh, Damo. Hold on one second. Holy fucking shit fuck damn holy mosquito dick and squirrel pussy did I forget to introduce my goddamn co-host again Teddy Vader and Bodak Orange man y'all get these niggas some please please give them some please Okay, my bad, Damo. My bad, co-host, man. Nah, nah. Hey, we gonna. I need to get into this motherfucking track. How the town is. You want to introduce that? Tell me what this song is. First, tell me so- what this song is about, and tell me why you called it how the. T- Actually, now just tell me why you called it how the town is. Who made the beat, and where were you at when you wrote it? If you re fucking remember, goddamn it. Yeah, so, um, 
Yeah, how the town is. Yeah, this is Damo Fye. Uh, how the town is. I, I called it how the town is because, like, I don't know. I felt like after I, you know, got done writing it, it was just a perfect exclamation of like what what I go through or what I know that people like me go through. On daily basis, like or see, you, you know, you 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 around, you, ma- you, the you made fountain sound fresh. <laughs> fountain is a you know sissy word. No, I ain't trying to fear nobody. I'm just saying the word. <laughs> the word fountain just don't sound tough. But you made that motherfucker sound fresh, bro. You made the word fountain and with the waves and you drowning. Now all of a sudden it's like, oh shit! Like yeah. Yeah, nigga, like, that's the thing, it's beautiful, like, anything that's beautiful can also be just as ferocious, that's, that's, that's the thing about the town, that's how the town is, you know? Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever sent how the town is to any DJs in Kansas City yet? Um, I'm, I'm trying to make my, my rounds around here, I'm trying to figure out how exactly, you know, the politicking and all of that shit works. I'm not like I'm not really big into politics, and so I'm having to figure it out and like learn. So it's just one of those things where I I, I ain't trying to just you know blast it to people because it's like I, some people take that shit as like disrespect or something. They're like, bro, like you gotta wait in line like everybody else or put that money up or whatever. So mm. niggas trying to figure out that stuff. That's deep, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold the fuck on, because I gotta remember everything coming out out your mouth. It's, it's you from a whole different time span. That was deep right there, bro, to know that's how the younger artists view it. Because OG niggas, we be sitting around thinking about we know how y'all fucking view it, nigga. But here you are to say, no, nigga, this is how we view the DJ rapper relationship. So you yeah. saying... You think, or you, or, or and, and, or is it safe to say you speaking for your generation, or, uh, or yeah, both of I'm, them, I'm or a, like I'm, I'm speaking for myself specifically, and I'm speaking for for people that like, I mean, like my, I would guess my team mm-hmm. uh, a little bit, just because like, yo, we all kind of moving uh, in the same light of just that okay. respect towards the artistry and thinking that you know we gotta come right with the approach and shit, you know? Okay, okay so you saying that y'all see it as, man, because I, I, the one thing I remember you just said, you said, like, well, you got to wait your turn, and that is crazy because a KC DJ will tell an up-and-coming artist that. <laughs> and, and I just, oh, man, I don't even want to get it. This ain't a segment yeah. about the DJ relationship. And we have to speak on it because it, because I want to, it, it get tricky, it get real slimy and real greasy, Damo, real greasy. Yeah, Hold on. Once you, and once you start playing the game, you playing the game, you know. So you can't right. really be mad about the rules. But but no, nah, back to how the town is though. Like no, nah, this this yeah. song I wrote this shit. I remember just hotboxing with my with my brody Jiggy. We was riding around and like I was, I had my headphone one headphone in. And I'm just sitting there kind of typing it out, figuring out my, my cadence and stuff like that. And I was kind of going through a, a, a little bit of a tough time and shit like that. And it was just like, yo, got to use my talents just to find my balance, you know? So it was uh, from there. It hold on, just hold on, hold on. Red light, nigga. Octagon, nigga. <laughs> Octagon. You just <laughs> fucked up. We just, you just, you just stalled the fucking delay on the song now. 
Bro, that fucking line right there. Yes, the last time I said you had another line that need to be on the shirt. I mean, I yeah. think I meant to say. No, both of them need to, but I really think yeah. yesterday I meant to say because that line is the line that stopped the fucking show when I was going live a couple <laughs> yeah, weeks ago. Shit, bro. So, so before we bring the song in, we still the song chilling. He chilling in the weight room. He's smoking one. The <laughs> song is smoking one, okay? So break this bar down for me, bro. You said... You use your talent just to find your balance. Now, break that sh- You can take it a long way. You can make that shit sound psychological, deep, <laughs> or however. Or you can make that shit sound hood or however you want. Just let my viewers know what you mean by use your talents just to find your balance. The floor is yours. Look, man, I mean, it's just great because you already gave, like, a fucking crazy-ass breakdown on that shit. Mm. It was like, you hit. You hit a lot of that shit, so if they if they you know tap back into one of the earlier episodes, they are gonna see that shit. But like I will add, there's just like one of those things where you know, like Fye, Demo Fye, fight your ego, find your ego. There's a balance within like just life for me, as, as it turns out, like as I'm figuring out. And so I'm trying to like it's one of those things where sometimes you gotta use this to find, like, you got to use the bad things to find the balance. Sometimes you got to use the good things to find the balance. And in this situation, it just felt like when I had to bounce back, I just so happened that this time it was like, yo, you got to use your talents to find your balance. And from that point, you can be on a steady ground, steady foundation, and be able to rip the rest of the fucking song like I did. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. And with that fucking being said, you heard it right here live on the Run Your Mouth podcast, How the Town Is by Damo. First, y'all got to give him some. Let's go, bitches. Lovely. Catch my balance. Niggas claim they king, but I don't see a challenge. A nigga just freestyling like extra, extra. Read all about it. Call up accountants. I made a mill off the two cents that I swear you never counted. Views from the city of fountains leave you astounded. Blunts keep me high, but my soul stay grounded. You lazy boys only good for lounging. I'm wavy boy, your girl, what I drown in. Y'all taking L's all year, like the Cleveland Browns did. Meanwhile, I'm peeing out the way I keep the town lit. How the fuck this square end up well rounded? Call me Damo, not Damo, be careful how you pronounce it Kill the beat and left it where I found it Find me with the same niggas that I split an ounce with Might go out of line on some out of bounds shit Leave your neck smiling and your mama frowning But that's just how the town is Welcome to the city of fountains You ain't with the wave, then you drowning Cause that's just how the town is Hands up, we got you surrounded So be smart and tell us where the pounds is Cause that's just how the town is Welcome to the city of fountains You ain't with the wave Wave, then you drown it. 
the sense of how the town is. Hands up, we got the surroundings. Be smart and tell us where the pounds is. That's just how to jump right off of the porch. Hopped in the headless horse. That's a drop top porch on yours. Jiggy Porter 4, I'm like, nigga, are you sure? He said he's sick of these rappers in that cup. Be the cure. Well, Brody, pour some more if that'll get you through. Yeah. And hella magazines if niggas got them issues. Times miss you. Seeking heat like missiles. Bring pressure, we blitz dudes. Mores that we stick to. Same reason how the niggas get glue. Swear niggas screw when we get tools. Any type of problem, we can fix you. Carter reaching in my drawer. Bitch, what you looking for? Tried to catch me lacking, but I can never trust a whore. See some shit on Fox 4. Niggas dying over shit that we used to box for. City steady clapping like encores. You see me in a town, I might say bonjour. It's all my other niggas you should watch for. Make some noise, ho. Man, that motherfucker hot to death. Get some shit on Fox for it. Niggas dying over shit that we used to box for. See, I'm telling you. You probably need to just perform that motherfucker. See, this is something I want to get. Let me see. Explain to me, because this is how old heads do it. We find if we get a hot song or a song that somebody say, more than one person, three people say, man, this is your hit right here. Nigga, we'll be mm-hmm. performing that motherfucker for the next three or four years. <laughs> but y'all new niggas, y'all niggas putting out 10 songs in one month. <laughs> break that shit down for me, nephew. Hey, well, how? Well, I can break down. I can't. I mean, look. What I can say is, for me personally, I I'm a respecter of the new and the old of the game. So it's one of those things where I'm me personally. If you yeah, pop into one of my shows, you are gonna hear how the town is. You are gonna hear the like that's that's one of those tracks that if you. I, I gotta okay. perform that. So that's that you know one of your hands. verses tracks. That's that's a, a, for a fact. That's one of the tracks I want to be known for. They, okay. uh, tracks like how the town is. Okay. Like give him some. Give him some. Come on, OGs. Give this nigga some. He talking like he half OG, half baby gangster in this bitch. Hey, you know okay, what I'm so like, go ahead. Go ahead. Die. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say that because I was like, man, because I be that's why I be, you know, a, a few rappers said, hey, man, won't you play uh my song this one, this one, and I respect if like nigga, I am so much of a debo of criticism, like I'm, I'm really, I'm a debo in the criticism world, and I flat out told these nigga, I was like, nigga, I this the shit that I think is hot. I gotta. Good. I can't play no song on camera. I can't fake and be into it. I got to play the shit that I. And if this song is the song that I think is hot for a whole fucking year from you, nigga, this the one I'm gonna be playing. You should be thankful I'm playing it, nigga. The DJ's right. ain't playing it. That's much love, bro. Like that's oh. that just shows the shows the timelessness of it. Because like you say, like you say, niggas be dropping hella music, and that shit, the lifespan of that should be a week. Like, bro, like, I ain't, I'm, I'm not one of those artists. Like, I'm I'm making sure that it's like, nah, we going to keep living. I got videos coming for Summer Nights, too. Like, yeah, the I'm going to drop more is... And I'm going to still keep coming back to Summer Nights and letting y'all know, like, nah, it, wait, wait, wait. Y'all sure y'all ain't see, see this over here? Like, nah, y'all sleep, nigga. Like, y'all going to have to wake up, bro. 
How the town is, I mean, I know there's a billion other rappers out there your age, but how the town is, bro, that shit is killing, like, hella niggas' catalogs and shit. And I ain't heard, I ain't heard no auto-tune your shit. Hey. I mean, hey. I ain't saying knock you know if you I'm, did. You know I just... I'm going in on that motherfucker. I, I, I'm talking my shit. I'm, Man, but I'm you, you don't got no auto tune on your shit, huh? No, like, nah, not on none of that shit. Like, that's, bro, I'm just rapping right now. Like, that's the thing is, like, the yeah. uh, shit that I didn't put out so far is just me really just showing y'all, like, so, uh, making sure that niggas know where my foundation is. It really ends. It's right. in the rap shit first. Like, so whenever I start doing the other shit, the fun shit, or whatever niggas want to call that shit, like, yeah, like, that shit cool. I love that shit, for, for sure. I love music, but I'm a rapper. I'm a spitter, you know, at the end of the day. Like, I'm going to always have the bars for you. So, Damo. Back to back to back to back to back. You, you kind of, re, you give you remind me of, you know who Planet Asia is? Uh, Not, not off the top of my head. Yeah, you should look Planet Asia up because you give me his vibes. I seen him do a show. And uh, he just didn't really have, he didn't have no sequence, bro. He just, man, he spit, he just spit bars and rhymes over just tight beats. Just told his DJ next beat. But he did that shit for an hour. And, I, and he was just spitting this shit. I, you kind of give me his type of vibe. He was just doing some, he'll do some tight ass shit and stop. And just go to a next <laughs> song. Like, I'm like, damn, he did that shit for a whole fucking hour, bro. Just him on stage, no hype man, no nothing yet. So, hey, nah, that's that's beautiful to see showmanship like that. So, man, I'm about to get into some of this work for me. Gang. By Zoya Maverick. Did I say that name right? Zoya Maverick. Zoya, Zoya Maverick. I'm going to call her Miss Z for right now. You know, you know. ZM up in this bitch. Don't call it broke. Do we know who made this motherfucking beat? Um, I can't, like... I, I honestly don't don't know much. I ain't gonna front okay. with you on, on that side. Okay. Okay. Alright, that motherfucker beat is harder than motherfucker, but this shit's called I got her whole long process. She she's a beast in that motherfucker, but niggas don't know nothing about that. We ain't got no hands on that, I promise you. And she's definitely writing her own rhymes. All of you. <laughs> Oh, oh my wait. goodness! Writing her own rhymes, singing her own melodies. Hey man, any any to me, I always thought any female that can come off to a fast beat that's like a hundred BPMs and up, and keep that shit going, and she's like flipping her voice animations, she's flipping different voice animations and shit. Man, that shit is cold. You want to uh, introduce this song for me, nephew? After we, after we play this, we're gonna come back. We're gonna get your motherfucking stranded on a zombie apocalypse. Island top five. Oh snap! Oh snap! All right, all right. Uh, well, this right here uh, is Damo Fyt. He here again. You already know in the motherfucking cut. Uh, this song right here is by Zoya Maverick, the Great. Um, it's called Work for Me, and it, it definitely gonna work for you. You feel me? On the Run Your Mouth podcast, bitches. You heard it here. He said that he's tired of my attitude. I roll my eyes and tell him that he not boo. Cause the second that I pull up to a spot, I got him right up on the dock. He be asking me to stop. He gon' put it in his line. Niggas want a piece of me, piece of me, piece of me, piece of me. Kick. 
for me, what for me? I'ma put it in his face, he gon' bust up in his lace. I got niggas calling me like every day. I got livers asking me when the fire gon' get lit. I got talent to the ceiling, niggas worshiping my music. If he off, I'll try a coochie, about to be the next Bobby, it gon' work for me. Uh. Tell me you been tired, I got bars for days. Bars for days. Tell me you been tired, I got songs for days. Songs for days. I can still go to head with your fucking face. Hey. Talk to me nice, this is not just a fucking face. Talk to me nice, this is not just a fucking game. You know my niggas lay a track like they're taking aim. Shots in the city, you know it's a chess game. Hey. But there's a throne we gotta reclaim. <laughs> y'all bitches can ignore me as long as you want. Cause y'all know that I'd be now this shit right here is some shit I can see the video should be her running down the high middle of the highway with traffic on both sides going like in triple animation speed you know cause I'm a video director and shit too but anyway yo podcast y'all give her some I love fast fucking animated shit. So, okay, goddamn, we got um, Damo Fye in the house. It's the Run Fight Your Mouth. Ego. Fight your ego. It's the Run Your Mouth podcast. I am your host, Mad Marlin, aka Mister Run Your Motherfucking Mouth. Here we love to talk about race, religion, and politics, hip hop culture, and a whole lot of. Gang shit. Mm-hmm. So, Damo, it's a fucking zombie whack rapper zombie apocalypse. Whack rappers are releasing music. They done took over the whole fucking industry, the whole fucking world. The president's a whack rapper. It's everywhere you get on the elevators it's getting an uber driver it's everywhere your kids is playing it we got you and your family on a fucking island and to prevent this shit from infecting the island you can only listen to five artists Mm. who would they be ah that's tough that's tough Five of them? Five. No R&B, nigga. Rap only. <laughs> I said no R&B. I'm, nigga, I'm forcing the rouge, nigga. Niggas was getting R&B on me and jazz and all, nigga. Rap, nigga. Rap. <laughs> so I can't put no elephant jailed in there. That's what you're nah, saying. Nah, what nah. Saying. Maybe on a special episode, Black History episode or something <laughs> right here. Black History episode. Nah, nah. Okay, okay. Well, shit. Uh, here, here. I'm going I'm to start off. So I get to, I, I can still make music after I, like, yes, like, I, so I ain't got to put my own self in, in my, no, you in don't. My all right, all right, all right, bet. So we got Wayne, we got to have, have Wayne in there. Like, that's easy. That's the king, that's the goat, that's the, hey, if, if, if a nigga spitting, it's him. Like, what? What is a, what is uh, a, what does little Wayne mean when he says all of the rappers look like him? I mean, I mean, literally everybody's inspired by him. Everybody's in, like, anybody that's doing anything right now, hip hop wise, has some type of element of Lil Wayne's game to them. Like, it will, it, any anyone, yeah, any artist, like whether it's the what's face the cutoff tattoos, age? Huh? What's the cutoff age? Um, I don't. 
I mean, it's tough because, like, if there, I don't know if there is one because the people that, you know, the cutoff age, like, okay, so they're they're influenced by, like, Thug and Uzi and niggas like that who were influenced by Wayne, you know? So, okay, so, so like you that. saying, so you saying that it's so much time that went by that little Wayne done spawn off spawns. He's got, yeah, all all of the the whole rap game is just full of his uh, his kids. Like Damn. we're all just, we're all his children. Like <sighs> let's give Weezy some fuck it. Like, you know, you're a real real critic to know what's what's true and you can, you know, respect you. <clears throat> Alright, you got FOMO cuz. Come on. Come on with it, big nigga. Alright, alright, alright. But we gonna go we got Wayne in there. Let's go. Yeah, let's go, Tory. We gonna throw Tory Lanes. That's that's my guy. Tory like, Lanes, you know, like I'm, I'm gonna throw him in in there. Uh, is Tory Lanes in the top singer slash spitters? Oh, he's he's definitely like one of the most like diverse artists in the game. Like just off top, like if if it's like a both category. You know, like he has, uh, he's top five in that. You know, like I, a lot of people won't put him top five in, in R and B or, uh, or top five in hip hop, like you know, individually. But if there's a category where you match them together, that nigga's got to be in there, man. We just, like, bro, we got that category. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. If that category is this, will he be okay? Okay. But um, moving along. Let's see. Let's see who who else we got in here. We got. Uh, I mean, Drake gotta be Drake, Drake gotta be in there. He got a song for every mood, every like occasion that you could possibly think of. Is uh, Drake a Little Wayne offspring or Jay Z offspring? Uh, I think they. I think he's Lil Wayne's little brother type shit. But he's and, a whole yeah, offspring. He, he's probably offspring of, of Jay type shit. Mm, like I, yeah. I, I, I get a young nigga son. I like this young nigga right here, bro. You know what I'm saying? This is off the top. This is off the top. This is off the top. I'm having an OG moment right now. OG moment. Okay. All right, you got two more. Come on with it, big nigga. Oh, shit. I'm trying to think, man. Like, it's... Like, low-key, bro, this nigga DJ Drama is really nice because, like, the next two artists, like, I literally found because of him, for real, for real, if you think about it. I'm going to go, nah, I'm going I'm to flip it up. All right, so I'm going to go, yeah, nah, I'm going I'm to go Uzi. I got I to gotta keep Uzi. Like, he just got something for every, so, like, you know, for that lit, just like, oh, man, nah, like, so who, know, he who, just got that energy. Who Uzi huh? run up on and, and pull the chopper uh, out on? Rich the Kid, man. Rich the, Rich the Kid. kid. Why, why Rich the Kid run? Why he was running? He was scared of face loss. Hey, I didn't. Hey, I don't know what it like. Hey, he he must have known what it's something that we don't. He must. He obviously knew something. We don't. And he went and, <laughs> and he was like Uzi was taunting him like, "Come on, nigga!" Like he wouldn't. I mean, I couldn't hear what he was saying just by body language. He didn't like uh, immediately walk away and shit. He stood there and was hey, like, "Is you coming out or not?" It was a for little niggas everywhere. That's all I'm gonna say. You feel me? Like, hey, okay. he, was, he was in there that day. I'm just, check, I'm just checking, nigga. I'm just checking. <laughs> we felt the dub over there, over this way. You feel me? All right, you got one more. <laughs> all right, all right. So, bro, all right. So I'm a, 
I'm gonna say, damn, bro. I'm gonna say this one might be a little bit different, but I'm gonna say Jack Harlow. I'm gonna say Jack, Jack Harlow. Harlow. Right now. Man, yeah. that motherfucking. I mean, bro. Hold on, let me uh, hold on. Go on, start it off, and I'll jump in. Start that shit off. Yeah, first like, verse off. Go ahead. Let me. I'll jump in because I I got it, but I can't get it yet. Go ahead. Start his verse. Like, off. How does shit go? That what, shit tight. Start his uh, kick his verse off, and the one with the what's popping? Yeah, brand new wins yeah, the option. Right. Get the win the mafia. It, yeah, that shit it, hard, bro. I fuck with that. Nah, he go, yeah, he goes crazy. Nah, he got he got a lot of doper songs than than even not necessarily like. That, like, I was just tapping into this shit, like, some shit that he dropped, like, probably back in 2019. I just tapped into it today, and, like, one of the songs I'm listening to, I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, how have I not heard this yet, you know? So, I, I definitely put Jack Harlow in there. I think he's ascending. I think he's on his way up. And so, that's why I kind of give DJ Drama that respect, because, like, both of those are, you know, uh, artists that came from under him, uh, underneath him type shit. So. Oh, DJ Drama? Yeah, so but, if, but also can can I throw in like one like just like a survival you know, kit like, for the survival kit? Honor, you know, you can throw so, one for the survival kit. Yeah, because it's like especially because they they uh, you know post Tom. Uh, I don't know how to say that word. Whenever they already passed away, but like, bro, I gotta give it to Juice World. Like that's that's one of my like Juice I would World. say I was really you know like devastated when Juice World like you know, lost, uh, lost his life and everything like that. So it's definitely one of those things where his music, I don't know, it speaks to me on a whole different level. You could just really tell he was so, really going through something, obviously. So do you think that maybe younger rappers need at least two or three old heads around them after now? I mean, I mean, I mean, cause let, let me like, cause like, I'm just thinking like, who in their forties and up would allow this the money getter, the cash yeah. cow? Yeah. If this nigga die, we none of us gonna eat. Yeah. Everybody who was with him, he was probably like paying them or like who was all with him? Shit. Why yeah. nobody reached over and grabbed? Like, come on, man, come on, man. Nah, it's it's definitely it's it's a spicy subject, definitely, because I definitely understand where you coming from with that. Shit. I like, know, I, and I'm an old yeah. head, and that's how I'm like, because you know what I'm saying? Because an old yeah. head done already like lived a fucked up life, been to that prison, was, that so was like dope. My second thought. That was literally my second thought. Was like, wait, wait, wait. So we on like, alert. So every like once I heard the story, I was like, wait, and everybody just allowed that to happen. Exactly. But it's like, you know, but shit, it, you know, like shit don't necessarily happen how you think it. Happens. We don't know. So I know. I where, know. Yeah, the... it's, it's a weird thing where it's just like, but in in a perfect world, yeah, you of course the cash cow, you not allowing them to. If anybody's doing that shit, it's not them. You know, same, like same thing with like, Vaughn. Same thing with King Vaughn. That's the cash cow. Like, why is our yeah, cash nah. cow just strolling through the parking lot? Like, bro. Where's security? Like, oh, this is the off day? Like, Nipsey Hustle, bodyguard, chilling at the house. But, you know, I don't know. It's slimy subject. It's slimy subject, Damo. Yeah. Let's, yeah. uh, um, you, uh, yeah, so nah, that's, that's my, my list right there. Let's recap this list, everybody. And let me, 
Let me get. We've got the. We might have the survival kit on there. We might have to let. Oh start. no! Oh hell no! Throw Jack Harlow off. Put, put oh, he <laughs> said he's throwing Harlow up off that bi. Hey, let's put who? Jack Harlow, you Cole, like, where's Cole on my list? I just realized. Boy, <sighs> Harlow <laughs> went quick. Boy, that boy expendable, ain't he? <laughs> that boy expendable, boy. <laughs> Back of the bus, boy. Back hey, of the bus. Less, I, I definitely want to make music with Jack, but yeah, bro. yeah, we I, fucking I, with Jack Harlow though. It's cold, you know. So, like, so if you were stranded on the island right now, this is who he would be listening to, family. We we got that held up there. We got Young Weezy, Tory Lanes. That Drizzy, you know, uh, that motherfucking little Uzi Vert, that J. Cole. Harlow was on there, but he went on ahead and scratched him up off there like gang graffiti from the 80s in his bitch. Goddamn, the <laughs> South Central style. And uh, Juice World, R.I.P., man. R.I.P. to Juice World. That's right here. You heard it right here live on the Run Your Mouth podcast, damn it. Damo, do you got any shout outs? Anybody think you want to say? You know what I'm saying? Any updates you want to let the people out there know about before I get you up off this line? Hey, man. I've been working. You know, like I got a bunch of visuals um, that I'm working on right now. I'm getting them set up. So I'm going I'm to get them fresh pressed out to y'all as soon as possible. Um, we definitely got more music on the way. Make sure you pop in with that Summer Nights and that demo, demo tape. On every fucking platform, tap in with that shit. Run the numbers up so I can quit my fucking job, bruh. Like for real. All right, so and I want to shout out all all of the gang, wild uh, wop gang, wild and peaceful. You already know what the deal is. Shout out OG Bunk Jonas. Shout out to uh, Saint Siv. Shout out to Savvy. Shout out Jiggy. Shout out Raya. Shout out Keith. Shout out Bruce. Shout out to Bass. Shout out Chick. The Thrash Pastry, shout out Thrash Nation. You already know what the deal is. Shout out the whole fucking gang. Shout out to Kansas City. Shout out to you. And they got the record right for now, shout outs, boy. Shout out God damn it. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Hey, family out there, y'all make sure y'all follow Damo. Y'all got, I got it up here on the motherfucking screen. Could y'all please make some noise for Nephew right now, please? Hey, Damon, I'm going to get with you, nephew. Yeah, All right, one, boy. Stay golden. Jump right off of the porch, hopped in the headless horse. That's a drop top porch on yours. Jiggy Porter 4, I'm like, nigga, are you sure? He said he's sick of these rappers. Hey, you're listening to Damo FYE. Now, y'all can't tell me, nephew got a good head on his shoulders now, you know. Now, and you know, I sometimes I feel like I got this special knack, that Lucius Lion. I got that eye for that raw talent, you know. You know, a lot of rappers don't know how to give interviews, man. They don't know how to get on the interview mic and just say things. Niggas just be quiet and shit, and the interviewer be having to dig questions out of And that brother got respect for the OG game, so y'all getting some more. Welcome to the city of fountains. You ain't with the wave, then you drowning. 
that's just how the town is. Hands up, we got you surrounded. So be smart and tell us where the pounds is, cause that's just how the Look how they freak that beat. That's right, family. Welcome back. It's the Run Your Mouth Podcast. I am your host, Mad Marlin, aka Mr. Run Yo Motherfucking Mouth. That's right. The Kansas City curse i found it very you know nephew said that you know they find it you know that it's bugging to be you know he said they might feel like they spamming the dj versus our og uh artists artists from 10 20 years ago these niggas be spamming a dj you know or these niggas be going it like new school rappers niggas is young new wave artists they they probably don't even I don't even know if they, when they making music, I don't even know if the DJ pursuing the DJ is even in, they even, they, they psyche because they got so many different outlets, you know, they got people like me, you know, they got just so many different digital outlets where they music can get out. If you let it, you know, outlet, <sighs> I don't know. Give me some. <laughs> So you heard it right here live. The Kansas City curse. Now, you know, I just think that it's just been so many artists here to just you could have you could have just swore that you know, the shit was about to pop because it was so much airplay. When you ask people from Kansas City, is Kansas City musically on the map? How come they don't immediately be like, hell yeah, yeah, we on the map. I'm just saying, it's getting late. You heard it right here live on the Run Your Mouth podcast. I am your host, Mad Marlin, a.k.a. Mr. Run Your Motherfucking Mouth. Make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure y'all follow us on Twitter and um, Facebook. All right. um, We fucking out. Woo! That shit kicking in, boy. That shit kicking in.